are listening to Pastor Elvis Ajiman. Pastor Elvis Ajiman is the founder of Grace Mountain Ministry and the convener of Alpha R. Follow Pastor Elvis on podcast. Podcast added for Android users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And podcast for Apple users is Pastor Ajiman Elvis. And now today's message. Stay blessed. so much of a God that he cannot stand disobedience. When he speaks, it is done. It must be done and it should be done. Respective of the conditions and the situation. Oh Lord, I come in the volumes of the book to do thy will, oh God. Hebrews 10, 7. Jesus said, it is spoken of Jesus that he came in the volumes of the book. To do what? Just to do the will of the Father. I present to you a God who must be obeyed. Obedience is the foundation of our life in God. That is why I read to you Romans 5.19 last week. That by one man's disobedience, condemnation came to all. And by one man's obedience, justification and righteousness came to all. So this life we have in Jesus was born out of obedience. And it will be sustained by obedience. Am I preaching to a church at all? Anyone that receives the understanding of this subject can walk with God and complete the work. This is the wonderful mystery about obedience. Anybody that understands this subject completes, finishes his assignment on earth. Anyone who does not, listen, you are not worth living if you, don't, you are not in obedience and in alignment with this God, with this will. You are not, no, your life is not worthy. No, God is too big for that. God is too big for that. So the Bible calls the world the children of disobedience. That the prince of this world has possessed. The Bible said he wicked in them. Even the children of disobedience. That is why they die the time they want. Anything happens to them, they go. That is why every evil can happen to them and it happens. Why? Because their life is not worthy of God's preservation. God will preserve you if you are in line with his will. I pray for you that your eyes will be open to this glorious subject of walking in alignment with who God is. Am I here with the church at all? Shout a big amen for me. We are going to tackle some key ingredients of obedience in the kingdom. Please get me well. Get me well. Do you know you were born again even? You were born again. Just to obey. You are born again. Ezekiel 36, 26. Let me show you something there. Ezekiel 36, verse 26. A new heart also will I give you. A new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you an heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Somebody say keep. Somebody shall they keep and do. Give me NLT of this. Can we all shout it and read it one to go? my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulation. So you see, one prophet that really prophesied about our rebirth and our regeneration and being born again is prophet Ezekiel. And he said that a new heart I will give unto you and a new spirit I will give unto you. Talking about our rebirth, our new creation. And he said I will take away the stony heart 
and I will give you a heart of flesh. And this is why I will change your heart totally. This is why. So that I will, if I put my spirit in you, that you will follow my decrees. And then be careful to obey my regulations. So the reason why you were born again is to receive a spirit that is subject in obedience to the decrees of God. This is why you were born again. This is the revelation Ezekiel saw. Our hearts were so hard, we couldn't handle him. And he said, I will give you a new spirit. I'll give you a new heart. So anybody that proclaims that you are born again, the evidence to God is that you have received a spirit that will give you the enabling power to respect and obey every rule and regulation that the Lord gives. Because he knows that when he calls us into his kingdom, it will not be about our rules, our dreams, our plans, our decision. It's going to be him and him alone. Anytime I see a breakthrough in somebody's life, I've seen somebody who obeyed God in a way. And when I see someone stagnant for a long time, I've seen someone who in a way is still keeping a stony heart. A stony heart. This is the mystery of our being, our rebirth. That we will have a spirit, a fleshy heart, a heart that is so soft that when you read the book of John, you will not just read it to quote it, you do it. You do it because your heart is ready to do everything that God says. Receive grace this morning. I said, receive grace this morning. He said, this is why. Because you, see, you know what? A day is coming. Eh? <laughs> that day, Jesus said it. In Matthew 7, 21. I love that scripture. It is the guiding scripture of my ministry. I love it. Irrespective of how we can ignore it and let it go and make it feel as though it was for the Jews. They, the Jews were not calling Jesus Lord, so it was not them he was talking to. He was talking to his church. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. There are realms. Glories of God. Go ahead. I want the verse 23, but let's, let's move on. On judgment day, Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and it worked. <laughs> we cast out demons in your name and it worked. And perform many miracles in your name and it worked. Did it not work? <laughs> it worked. People called us prophet one, prophet two. People called us evangelist, sixteen. People called us apostle, oja. They called us everything. <laughs> Pastor Sharp Sharp. They called us every it worked. But I will reply. I never knew you. Somebody said, I never knew you. A, a wise man said something. He said that the most scary words on earth will be these words. I never. I never. That means that people knew you, but I didn't know you. And when you look at the, the Greek word know there, the new there means genosco. <laughs> Genosco comes in multiple words, but three are the predominant in the Greek. Genosco means that I did not allow you. I did not feel you. <laughs> Is somebody here with me? Are you hearing me? I did not allow you. Means that you, there are days you can prophesy, but because he didn't, it was, there was no signal in heaven to do it. If you do it, it's not recognized. And it's against the will of God. I did not feel you means that every time you are ministering, the first person to be touched must be Jesus. Not you preaching, not the one seated. Listen, says if you send somebody to do something for you and the person is doing it perfectly, you are the first person who is moved. The word genosco means that to feel. That means that I didn't feel you. You preach, people clap, but I didn't feel you. Hey. The things you were saying was far from my will. I didn't feel you. And the last one is the most dangerous one. To speak to. It means that I couldn't speak to you. I couldn't speak. So these three enemies of ministry and of life as a whole, has God allowed you? Does he feel you? 
and has he spoken to you what you are doing? Others may do for it to succeed, but you at you. Do you know two people can be doing something? Two people, the same thing. One will be in obedience to God. One will be in disobedience. That is why sometimes the thing that makes people survive, it kills others. If you are going where God has not sent you, if you die, he doesn't care. The preservation of God must be in line with his will and his assignment. That is why sometimes, eh, have, you, have you ever experienced that thing before that you were doing something, probably you were in your secret place worshipping, and then tears begins to come. And you know you are not the one crying. But you can't stop the tears. You are not feeling the tears. But Jesus is feeling it because you are doing something in his will at that time. He feels it. He feels it. You see, when you are crying, you know. And when something is crying within you, you know. He feels it. That is why 2 Corinthians 10, 18. He says that it is not he that commend himself is approved, but him that God commended. So there are times uh, in, in light of these scriptures, you may be happy because you will approve yourself. You will allow yourself. You will feel yourself. You will speak to yourself until one day on the judgment day, you stand before Jesus. And he said, I didn't feel you. I didn't speak to you. I didn't allow you. My greatest victory every day is not that somebody obeyed me. My greatest victory every day is that I was able to obey God according to a particular instruction. I look through every day and I check whether I obeyed God. If I see that I heard him and I was able to do it, I lift up my hands because that day was victorious. That some of us, we call victory when we command people around. That is victory. We call victory when we get something, we do something in our own will. We manage, we struggle, we sweat and some things happen for us and we are happy. Hey, God is with us. No, check. Has he allowed you? Does he feel you? Has he spoken to you? Genosco. Genosco. Everybody can preach. But it's not everybody. It's in that way. Everybody can hold a microphone. But is it everybody God has allowed? Is it everyone God feels? Is it everyone he spoke to before coming? Hola Gazalabata. Sir. Don't rush to go for what God has not given you. Don't. Don't. If you understand the systems of heaven, you don't rush to go for what God has not given you. There are times that you have to stay for years clapping for others until God speaks and then you move into your own. If God only feels one person, allow the person to flow. Until God will feel you the day you lift up your voice over something. The marriage you want to enter is God feeling it. The business you want to do is God feeling it. That school you want to go to is God feeling it. He said that he will confess. He said, I will confess before you. Depart from me. For I knew you not. Ye worker of iniquity. That thing you did, Jesus called iniquity. Somebody did it, he rewarded him because that person was in his will. How can I prophesy and you call me worker of iniquity? How can I perform miracles you call me worker of iniquity? And I did all that in your name and you call me worker of iniquity. The greatest sin is not the things we call fornication. It's to do something God has said don't do. Or to refuse to do what he has said do. If we know the error of disobedience. On the other day, through Samuel, God told Saul that the sin of disobedience is like witchcraft and idolatry. Anyone that disobeys the word of God, sir, it is like worshipping an idol. Because anytime you disobey God, you are either worshipping yourself or another human being. Because most times, our disobedience is as a result of our selfishness. Or our fear for others. That is why it's connected to idolatry. Usumobi, you are worshipping somebody. That is why God has been speaking, but you have refused to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Can I talk to you the more? We look up to Jesus. We look up to Jesus. The 
the man that came to walk on earth for 33 years and there is only one thing he came to reveal that that father in heaven must not be disobeyed at the age of 12 they are looking for him the man is missing they are looking for him where is he the bible said he was in the synagogue asking questions and answering questions they ask him why did you depart from the entourage to go to the synagogue he said that i am after my father's business with no fear for my mother no fear for my father when it comes to my mother's my father's business no fear for joseph no fear for mary no fear for friends i am there i'm there that is where god wants me to be i'm there on the other day they asked jesus he's asleep Matthew 8, 27. The man is asleep in the boat. Running. Moving to the other side. And then the sea was raged. And the storms were coming and wind blowing. And then the Bible says that the water began to come into the ship where Jesus was sleeping. And then Jesus was up. That means that you shouldn't have called me. You shouldn't have called me. You should have handled this. Something is missing in your life. Then he stood in the boat and look at that and said unto them why are you fearful oh ye little faith then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea and there was a great calm then look at the verse 27 but the men marveled saying what manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him what manner of man is this and then that manner of man that man also tends to ask them why are you so fearful and of little faith so everybody is shocked for each other Jesus is amazed that they are so fearful they couldn't speak to the wind they are also so amazed that he's too bold to speak to the wind everybody has shocked the other why because at that point Jesus represented let me show you this then I go into some few steps and close Jesus represented the totality you know Jesus on earth was the God man he represented the totality of God and also represented the totality of man so anything he did he was revealing the full glory of God and also revealing the full glory of man who man should have been that for 4,000 years man hadn't Hebrews chapter 2, he says something, he said that who is man that thou visited? For you crowned him with glory and put everything under his feet and you left nothing. That is who man was. Man was so powerful, the wind should have been under his feet, but he was rather under the feet of the wind. The storm should have been under the feet of man, but man was under the feet of the storm. So when Jesus came, he was to reveal the totality of man's glory. That was his assignment. So they look at him and will see a picture of who they must be. That they are not. So when he stood and rebuilt the wind and the storm. All that Jesus was saying is that I am the totality of who God is. And this is something you must know about God. Even the wind, the water, the sea. All creation honors him. The sea was in wage and, and in anger. The wind was angry. But the moment Jesus spoke, it calmed down. It was a message to humanity that you have lost something. This is who God is. Everything obeys God except human beings. The reason why God, Jesus demonstrated this miracle of water is because everything came out of water. The Bible says that the earth was void. And the waters covered the sea. So everything that came out, even the ground, the earth came out of water. The plants came out of the earth. The Bible says the fowls in the air came out of the waters. So when he spoke to the water, he was speaking to everything that came out of him. And when those things obeyed, when the water obeyed, he was telling him that every creation obeys me except human beings. Every creation. And being a human being, he was also telling them, that you see why 
the wind and the storm and the lions and the and the and the tigers remember mark chapter one the bible said when jesus was in the wilderness the wild beast ministered to him the wild beast ministered to him that means lions will come and pay homage and go tigers will come pay homage and go this is who a human being must be so what happened what happened that now we see a lion and run we see a tiger and run we see a cheetah and run but mark 1 12 the bible says that and wild beasts worship him the sea obey him the wind obey him who is this man what manner of man is this and let me show you that man he is the man who said that the father is with me he has not left me because i do that which pleases him that means that your obedience is proportional to your authority on earth if he had disobeyed the father he would have to run from lions if he had disobeyed the father he would have to run from viruses and Jesus comes and explains to us who humanity must be and today we are subject to everything on earth because we disobeyed one person the father the Bible says he's the Lord of hosts the Lord of hosts he hosts everything so when you disobey him and he drives you away everything will rebel on the other day he told Eli he says that you have lightly esteemed me and I will lightly esteem you if you greatly honor me I will greatly honor you if you lightly esteem me I will lightly esteem you hey, listen to me if you want your life don't hang around disobedient people a whole ship with people nearly sank because of one disobedient guy called Jonah if we knew the sin of knowing what God is saying and doing otherwise we will not play with our lives ego pride selffulness this is who I am this is me and some people can be bold if you tell them but God says this he said and so what and so what the parable of the wedding the bible said when the father enters the place of the wedding and saw the guy who was not prepared for the wedding he said we asked him friend who brought you here and why are you dressed like this the bible said and the guy was speechless that is what will happen to many believers on the judgment day you can talk back to your pastor but you can't talk back to god on the day he will tell you i knew you not you can't talk back you cannot explain and the economy of and my the economy of my nation was this and my church the people there were gossips that is why i did this my church the people there were annoying me that's why i did this my family i do this if you do this to me my workers and my boss and my this and my that we are full of excuses for disobeying god Sir, go ahead continue continue there is a day coming you will see the glory of that god isaiah saw him from isaiah 1 to isaiah 5 isaiah was calling the nation sinful but when he saw him in isaiah 6 he said woe unto me for i am undone my lips are unclean for i dwell among men whose lips are unclean how did you know you were undone isaiah why are you cursing yourself now because he has seen god Jesus said, no one knows the Father except the Son. If you, have, if you see him, you will not do the things you are doing. If you want your life, just follow me. I obey him to the core. You to obey him to the core. Obey him. Obey him. Eh? You must be able to break up with someone who is deviant and disobedient to God and never enter marriage with the person. Because if you understand the mystery of disobedience, some of you who oh, are managing I'm managing pastor I'm managing it is well and uh, and a guy is or a lady is contemplating on the faith disturbing talking you 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 have quiet times and he's speaking against the church the kingdom and you are there clapping you have no idea 
the day you see who God is, you will know that you should have run. Achan! Achan was so small in the people but couldn't escape with his disobedience. He couldn't. He couldn't. My greatest fear is to be overwhelmed with head pastorship until I begin to teach what God has not commanded. My greatest fear is to be overwhelmed with position. Everybody can have a title. Everybody can hold this microphone. Holding this microphone is not the real deal. Even preaching for one hour is not the real deal. It's being able to tap into the spirit to know what God wanted me to talk today. There are some of us, the rewards we will get in heaven will be very few when we will tell God, but we did much. We did much. And you tell you, most of them, I did not feel it. I did not allow it. I didn't speak it. I didn't. The reason why my heart is in this series because this is the whole life of the kingdom. It is not he that commend himself. It's approved. <laughs> I am good. For me, I am loving. I am full of faith. Oh, me, I'm in line. No. The Bible says that he that the Father commended. He that God commended. So can God look at you and say, thou good and faithful. This guy is not only good, he's faithful. You know, there are people who are good, but are not faithful. Yeah. They are very good. Sing well, loving, kind, giving, but is never faithful in doing it the way God wants him to do it. There are people who are so good in preaching. But they are not doing it the way, the way, the way is the key. That is why Jesus said, I am the way. The way to do it. It's one thing to give. Another thing to give it to the one and the place that God wants you to give it. The way. Halabasheketa. Rabadagaza. It's not too late to have a U-turn. Some of you is drawing like a picture before you. There are paths you are moving that the voice keeps coming. The voice keeps coming. My daughter, my son, this is not the way. Isaiah 30, he said, you will hear a voice in your ear, whether to turn left or to turn right. There is a way. God is not confused. God is not confused. No. No. He's a master planner. When he calls you, he gives you a way. Do it. Do it. I pray for somebody here. May the Lord open your eyes to see. May the Lord open your ears to hear. May the Lord give you a heart that deserves. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. Carry a discerning heart. Oh, I need it until the day I die. I need it. I need this ear to hear. I need these eyes to see. I need my heart to discern. Yes. Yes. Wearing this nice suit is not enough. Preaching with scriptures is not enough. No. No. I need an ear to hear the day that I will stand here and God says Sunday morning is all worship. I need that ear. I need that ear to hear. I need that ear to hear. I need it. I need it. Otherwise, I will kill many people. Otherwise, I will destroy many people. I'll not be the only one to destroy myself. I might destroy many people. An obedient heart. What must you know about obedience? I love this song. Your majesty I can but bow. I lay my all before you now. In royal robe, I don't desire. I live to serve 
When you come to this point, people may reject you. This is the Krife guy. And they may say all sorts of things that you are a fool. Why will God tell you only you, only your ear head? Give your all, your time, your energy to my service. And then you begin to do it. And people are saying that you are rushing too much. But you heard something. You heard it. Will you reject a, a, an employment proposal because you heard God? You heard God. The same trip, many went and came. Some people went and never came because they went in disobedience to God. Yeah. Sometimes you must thank God oh, that you are not married because maybe only you, if you were married last year, something would have happened to that marriage. So he will tell you, hold on. Hold on. No one walking in the will of God is disadvantaged. No. It is an expression of his wisdom. It's an expression of his wisdom. When you can hear God, can I make this statement? Life, the totality of life, gaining it or losing it is in obedience. disobedience between you and God I will choose God between me and God anytime choose God except God have used me to represent him in that way then that one if you reject me you have rejected God if I reject you in that way I have rejected God but between God on the other day in John chapter 10 Jesus stood and said my sheep hear it my voice. If only you are my sheep, when I speak, you will hear. Only you are my sheep. Do you want to know those who are identified? Oh, I fear. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. For the Lord knows them that are his. He knows. We are plenty here, but he knows them that are his. For in a great house are many vessels. Some for honor, some for dishonor. And he said that choose to be honorable that you may be meet for the master's use. In a great house. Who are the vessels of honor? Those who hear his voice and do it. And do it. And do it. Oh, God, may you help us. How sad and sorrowful it will be. If all men will commend Elvis. And then one day, Jesus looks at me. John 5, 45. He says that it is only the honor of God that I seek. Jesus, he said that all of you look for the honor of men. But I look for God. The honor of God alone. Yes. How can ye believe? which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. So there is an honor that only God gives. There is an approval that only God gives. Only Him. Only Him. Only Him. Men can clap, but not until He, He, only Him. All these things we are doing, there is a place for only Him. There's a place for only him. <laughs> you may have Twitter following of 2 million. Instagram following of 2 million. You can have Facebook following of 1 million. It's powerful. But there is a slot only him. And that determines your eternal destiny. And sometimes, eh, the 1 million people, that place will be a rest stamp. I don't approve. And then someone will get 10,000 followers somewhere. And then there is an approval, green approval, boom. God approves on this. Relax. 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 So Paul said that when God called me, I conferred not with flesh and blood. I conferred not. There are things that should only be you. Even when there is no money. Because God has said it. 
even when there are no honor from people because God has said it just do it just do it have you been fasting and you are not seeing it did God say it if God said it keep doing keep on keep on everybody started preaching and favor is coming for the person and only me I've been preaching everywhere and I cannot see anything sir are you doing it for men if you are not keep doing it God's approval oh that little dreams God is giving you is enough that little voice God is telling you I am with you it is enough it is enough Friday the moment we we stepped in Takrade I heard it. I heard it. So I told Lady Mercy, God says that he has given us angels here to help us. I heard it. And when we were returning yesterday, after the last event that happened, Lady Mercy said, it's true. Indeed, God really brought us angels. Listen, it is enough if God is with you. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Just keep on. Just keep on. Just keep on. Just keep on. It may not yield much today, but so long as God said it, keep doing it. Keep doing it. This year, we closed 31st night. And then everybody went home to sleep. I went down, laid down, I was sleeping. Then a voice resounded in the room. So heavy, it woke me up to sit on my bed. I began to tell. Elvis, what do I do for you this year? And it was like, the answer was programmed within my spirit already. I needed not to think twice. Then I shouted, give me a voice to preach your word. That was all I asked. Give me a voice to preach your word. That was all. He said, it is done. It was after the voice left that I thought of, I should have answered as things. But it looks like he had programmed the answer before he asked. Then suddenly, messages began to fly. I don't know how. Messages began to fly. Last, last Friday, they took us to a special hotel. They said we should go and eat there. The moment we got there, the waiter to, to address us, I'm in a mask. After we were going to sit down, he ran to us. Please, are you Pastor Alves? said yes he said god bless you please keep preaching for us keep preaching for us yesterday they, yesterday they took us to another hotel we went to sit down we we're eating then another person also finished eating came with the waitress and said every bill is settled i said what what is it he said you are pastor Elvis. he said yes he said keep preaching i've been watching you I've been watching you. Keep preaching. Not knowing that the man who paid, when, when our protocol, another person came to meet us and they were going and they were talking. He was talking. I was saying, Takradi here is blessed with a certain man of God here. Very awesome man of God here. He's blessed everywhere. Mention his name. It was the man that paid our food and left. We're awesome. The man that paid our food and left. In the evening, around 7 to 8 p.m., we got to Elimina. Coming. Then, um, Ejama, you are going to buy fish. At the center where they remove the fishes, there's a guy who is like a mad guy who was helping them. And then the man, the young man was, they were having some challenges somewhere. And the young man followed them to the car saw me and said, I know this man. He said, where do you know him from? He said, the boys, boys here. I don't know. Omutia, they were here. And they were playing 
a, a sermon. I really love the sermon. He's the one. He's the one. Follow me. I'm going to take the fish for you. If they jail me, let them jail me. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one. I, none the ones that took care of me did not move me like that man. Like a madman. He said, we've been watching his messages here. These are waters, the sea, where boys, I see the boys, boys, they bring his message here, we watch, I know him. I know him. I know him. It's enough for me. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. I don't need anybody to give me anything. No. All I need is for God to keep confirming to me that you are doing the right thing. Keep doing it. That's all I need. That's all I need. Because there are places and times that you only God can save you. And in that point, it is your obedience that will count. Right now, there are people gasping for breath right now, whether to live or survive. And God is checking in the archives. Has this person been obeying me? If I save him, will I have someone I can use? If I cannot get, why do you live? If I can't get it. There are two people gasping for breath. One will come out. Hezekiah said, Lord, if I die, who will praise you? He said, I've remembered. I've remembered. When everybody is sleeping, you, you, you wake up at midnight to worship. I've remembered. I've remembered. He said, can the dead praise you? He said, hey, hey, hey. I, I understand, sir. <laughs> Isaiah, go back. Go back and tell him. The guy has, has reminded me of something. He does what others don't do. He must live. He must live. He must live. Can God discomfort me when others are sleeping? If he can, then I'm worthy of his prosperity. <laughs> if God tells me, empty my account, your accounts, can I? If he can, then my accounts can be the center of his resources. Because he knows at any point in time it can go. Why do I need this voice? Oh, when it comes that he needs a voice and he can fall on this voice and he can fall on a fleshy heart, not a stony heart, that he can deposit his, his, his instructions and regulations in. You know what I mean? Your Majesty. I can but bow. I lay my all before you now. In royal robe, I have arrived. I thought you'd be speaking in tongues, asking for just one thing, one thing. The spirit of obedience. And why don't you just speak in tongues? God, help me. The ear to hear and the heart to do it. His presence, no excuse will be an excuse enough. Reputation and status cannot speak for us. Your father cannot walk in and say, Let me explain for him. Your pastor cannot defend you on that day. No, he's too afraid. I will be too afraid to stand before the man and talk. <laughs> I'll be too afraid. Sometimes his instructions are too little. Jesus said that my meat and drink is to do his will. I anytime I do it, I'm satisfied. Anytime I do it, I'm just satisfied. Oh 
I can but bow. These are all works of obedience. Before you now, in royal hope, oh yeah, I don't deserve. I live to serve. Hey, mama, can the whole church lift up your hands and your voice? Your Majesty. I don't deserve hey, I live to serve hey, hey, hey. Your majesty There are times that we must be real with God People of God People have died because of this subject They undermined the power of obeying the eternal king of kings. I don't deserve. I live to serve. Please be seated. So do you know that people people are sick today not because of anything because of obedience the bible said and jesus learned many things learned obedience through the many things he suffered everybody is going through the school of obedience and the lesson is suffering if you keep disobeying the lesson you will go through is to suffer what you lose by disobedience fasting and prayer cannot restore it Any suffering that comes upon you by disobedience, no prayer can solve it. The only thing that can solve is obedience. There are some of us, we have to go back to our diaries. The things God said, we wrote down and we forgot. It is the reason why we have been praying and nothing is happening. I fear God. I fear God. I fear him. I fear him. Some of us have undermined him so much. The one who blasted the sea into two by his nostrils. Last time I was studying the scriptures in Psalm 31, he said that he speaketh and he stands. <laughs> he speaketh and he stands. If you don't do it, he will find 7,000 more people to do it, but you, you will suffer. <laughs> Your disobedience does not let God's word fail. No, somebody more, some boy, somehow will do it, but you will suffer. This is why many of us are going through pain. Hebrews 5, 7. He learned obedience through the many things he suffered. And being made perfect. Ha, being made perfect. He became the eternal. The source of eternal salvation to them that obey. Being made perfect. That means God waited for Jesus to be perfected in obedience. And last week I told you. That is perfection in obedience. The Bible says that he obeyed unto death. Even the death of the cross. It is at that point where he became the eternal source of salvation. Do you think God just keeps dashing things? Why have you been playing around? Do you think 
God will just look at your beauty and give you something. Beauty. God will just look at your eloquence and give you something. Is that so? No. No. I'm talking about relatives. Relatives. Did you do the letter that he told you? You know, obedience is not futuristic. Obedience is a matter of now. Now. Sometimes if you tell God, if you promise God the big things, he will test you with small things now. So if you promise God, oh God, if you bless me tomorrow, I will do this thing for you. He will test you with the small version of that thing you promised today. That he knows you are capable of. Lord, if you start blessing me, I will pay my tithe. I will be giving tithe of 100 cities. He will start telling you, now start giving tithe of one city because that one you are capable. So don't tell me about tomorrow. Tell me about now. 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 So God never deals with people in tomorrow when it comes to obedience. It's now. Even if you don't have the magnitude of what he's requiring of you, he would demand that the little you have, you do it now. You do it. Ah. I live to yeah, what if Jesus disobeyed? Sometimes our disobedience do not destroy only us, it destroys generations. What if Jesus disobeyed? The same way many of us have disobeyed and destroyed the lives of others. Because we were a channel destined eternally for something to happen through us. And we disobeyed. Because of... Listen, I wrote some few things that we must, we must check. I have to finish this in five minutes. The first thing is obedience means trust. Somebody say trust. 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 Don't disobey because of your mistrust in life. Write down Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4 to 6. And Luke chapter 5 verse 5. Open Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4 to 6 for me. I won't leave this altar because I'm, I'm closing. Can we all read it? One to go. I can't feel you. One to go. He that observed the wind shall not sow. And he that regarded the clouds shall not reap. Verse 5. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. Somebody say, no one knows the works of God. So when God tells you to do something, you just obey. You cannot calculate. It's not logical. The Bible says the cross is foolishness to men. It's not logical. Nobody knows the ways of God. So when God tells you, he says that he that regarded the wind, or the cloud will not sow and reap. You cannot. So in the work of obedience, you don't observe things. You do. You trust God enough. Because sometimes when you check your body, you can't do it. You can't do it. Even so, thou knowest not the works of God who, who make it all. Verse 6. In the morning, sow thy seed, thy seed of peace, thy seed of unity, thy seed of preaching, thy seed of intercession. Sow it in the morning and in the evening, withhold not thy hand. Keep sowing in the evening, for thou knowest not whether shall prosper, neither this or that, or whether they both shall be good alike. Just keep sowing in the morning. Sow your prayer. Sow your Bible studies. Sow your money. Sow your peace. Sow your evangelism. Sow your soul winning. Keep sowing in the morning. Sow in the evening. Sow. He said that you don't know which one will prosper. And it's likely that all of them will prosper. It's like, keep sowing. He said that if you keep observing the wind, the same way most of us have been observing the wind, Oh God, I'm too young. Oh God, my age. Oh God, I cannot speak well. Oh God, I don't have enough clothes. Oh God, I cannot flow like Pastor Elvis. You don't need to flow like Pastor Elvis. Just flow in the presence of God. Just flow in his will. Just flow. 
just flow. Only me. If I'm doing something, people are laughing. People are not cheering me up. People are not clapping. Only me. He said, if you keep observing the wind, you will not obey. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. When you look at people's character, eh, you can never sow love. No. You can never love people. You can't. You can't. So you keep sowing and not observe the cloud nor the wind. Ah, I pray for us. Anybody whose eyes have been shrouded and you have been observing the wind so much and observing the cloud, may the Lord deliver you from that limitation and set you on course. Ah, Peter said that at thy word, at thy word, at thy word, I will cast the net again. Trust, just trust God. Everybody that ever obeyed God and took risk. It's a matter of trust. It's a matter of trust. You take a risk. If you observe the wind, most of you have been observing your pocket and your accounts to the point that even giving an offering is a problem. There are many people who don't come to church because of offerings they will give. You have been observing the wind and observing the cloud. If I give this, what will remain? Are you the giver of blessings? Are you the giver? The one who can change your story in a day. You are calculating around him. There are some of you, God will never entrust you with anything good. Because he knows when it comes to you and you hold it, he cannot control the thing again. <laughs> there are some people when God gives them something God has lost it and there are some people when he gives them something it is still for him Hannah said give me a boy I will give him back to you the following year pine is there that means I have a prophet in reserve I'm waiting for somebody whom I will check his heart to know that if I give him this boy, he will give it back to me. I've been searching. I don't find. The day one person caught the revelation and prayed, God, if you give me a boy, I'll give him back. One year time, boom, a child is there. Are the properties of God safe in your hands? some of you, you are still keeping things that belongs to God. You are keeping things that belongs to God. You are keeping it. Do you think just, God just gave you the personality you have for yourself? Nice young man. You are, your personality, you are selling it to women. You think that was how the reason why God gave you that personality. Nice lady. All you think in life is to be to be shakarine on men. This one calls you, you bang, and you, you are playing men here and there. And you think that is why God made you as beautiful as you are. Wait and see. Wait and see. Until one day, cancer decides to visit you. And God does not care. Because that breast didn't serve his purpose. Whoever you are, and whatever God made you, is to serve his purpose. Is to serve it. Allow him. Allow him. You are too precious to God. The problem is that you decided to live on your own. What they will want to do? What they will want? You are owning yourself. You are living a risky life. Someone said something. He said it's too risky not to take risk. Take the risk with God. Allow Him. Destroy self. Which is one enemy of obedience. That's right. That's right. Have God made you humble yourself to someone before? Has God spoken to you and you did it? Have God made you forgive someone before? And you did it all because you heard God. The people I respect the most are people who heard God heard him and did it in different never think never think that people who give in church have more than enough no it's a matter of obedience there are people who will hear god who will hear god and in their pain still come and say i heard god because the church is for god and he knows every pocket when he was putting 100 cds in your pocket he knew that you are in this church 
and probably your 10 CD tight will come and solve a problem here. Have you seen that most of us, when blessings begins, it continues that along the way, it cuts, boom, it ceases. It ceases. Check your obedience. When God was speaking to you and you were doing it, did you see? Do you think people who give have sustained the church to today? Do you think it was out of joy? Your Bible says, sow in tears and reap in joy. As for this, these people, they, they are rich. That is why they support the church. As for these people, that is why some immature pastors will burden some few people in the church. You must understand that people are operating by obedience. Obedience. It's not that they have so much. They are operating by obedience. God told them something. They did it. That doesn't mean they are, they are rich and they are there. And you know, between the poor and rich is the poor that must give. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So between the one who is blessed and the one who is expecting to be blessed, the one to give is the one who is expecting to be blessed. It is more blessed to give than to receive. If you are poor and you keep receiving, you are in trouble. There are some people, the more you struggle, the more you try to keep. No, that's an error. You collapse and faint in it. You give when you want more. You give when you want more. And you have to pray to God to direct you to the one who gives. There are two kinds of people. The Jordan and the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea, everything in it is dead. Is that also? Why? Because it has an inlet but doesn't have an outlet. So everything that comes, comes to stay. And they have killed the life in the sea. So everything comes, comes to die. But the Jordan has an inlet and an outlet. So everything in it is fresh and alive. When you keep giving to somebody who doesn't give to anybody, you will soon die in the midst of his rivers. You will die in it. I'm telling you, you die in it. The one to give to is the one who takes from your left and transfers you to the right to another. Every time, whatever comes in is life. There is life in this river. There is life in this river. Watch it. Anyone you give to that hardly you don't receive, such a person is not a giver. It's not a giver. Every giver, when you give him something, look into your life. You realize that something new came around you. Something new came around you. Yeah. But the moment you locate a dead sea and you keep giving. There are some people that even offering they don't give. Tithes they won't give. This lady will tell you. Beginning of every week there is an envelope. We don't know how God will bless us. But there is an envelope. Even if somebody does me five CDs, 50 persons is going to the envelope. God's first before we touch any money. God's own first. God's own first. Because I've seen him. I can see that tithing did not begin with the law. It began with Abraham. And Galatians 3 talks about it. That we are the seed of Abraham if we are Christ. That means whatever Abraham is, that is who we are. And whatever Melchizedek is, that is who Christ is. And Melchizedek gave bread and wine to Abraham. And Abraham paid the tithe of, it to, of his wealth to Melchizedek. And the Bible says that Jesus came in the order of Melchizedek. And he too broke bread and wine and gave it to the church. What must the church be doing? <laughs> Melchizedek gave bread and wine. Abraham responded. He said, if you are Christ, then you are seed of Abraham. And he responded to the communion with the tithe. And every Sunday you take communion and you don't pay tight. <laughs> so we don't do this because I don't, I don't pay tight because I want to be blessed. I'm already blessed. If I have not been blessed, I wouldn't have anything to take a tight from. So the tight is an honor to what God has done for you. And then when he does another one, you take a tight in honor of it. And all that honor, we believe, is from the bread and the wine. 
which is the body and the blood of Jesus. So anytime I'm giving tithe, I'm giving it that I am who I am because he died and rose up on the third day. Whatever I receive is because he died and rose up on the third day. So Father, we give you glory. Let your word come forth in power. Open the heart and minds of your people. It's so important that we hear you. That we may do and walk in obedience. I give you glory, my Father. In Jesus' name, let the saints shout a big amen. Thank you for listening to Pastor Ajman Elvis. For inquiries, send us a mail on pastorelvis at gracemountainministry.org For questions relating to relationships and marriage, send us a mail on loveclinic at elvisajiman.org You can also send your testimonies via testimonies at elvisajman.org For offerings, visit www.payalphar.org For more information, make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. Remember, faith cometh from hearing and hearing the word of God. Stay blessed. Stay blessed.